So how uh, how's the diet going? I mean, I ran today. On purpose? Or were you late? No, it was on it was on purpose, unfortunately. Oof. I mean, I guess that means it's going good, right? Have you have you weighed in yourself? Personally? I weighed today. Now, see, the problem with that is when we weighed here, I weighed myself that morning. Now, again, that was the morning before I ate everything. After I took the morning yeah. shit, I weighed myself, and it was like 217. I come here, it's 222, uh-huh. whatever. But so I weighed myself this morning, and it was like 214 and a half or something like that. Okay, yeah. So at least based on whatever that was two weeks ago, I'm two and a half pounds down. Yeah, so prior, prior to dinner, I was like 216, but that was just in my skivvy. So I put them back on. I was like 218. Prior to dinner tonight, and that was like two twenty six to start, which was after dinner. And pretty, so I haven't I haven't done like any workouts. I, in fact, after we weighed in, I just mailed that whole weekend. I didn't start. I've been pretty good. Was fishing with the boy with the oldest this past weekend. I didn't think we were going to be gone all day. Mm-hmm. We ended up just banging out like we caught like thirty one fish. That's we just couldn't here. leave, so we uh, we ended up getting fast food on the way home. I've been doing pretty good, like even today. Like these are topping me, but my meals up to it were mm-hmm. all in line. So these isn't beers you yes, yes. waving around. As you guys can see. <laughs> yeah, with our audio medium here. Fine pilsners. Yeah. Um, I know. Uh my my biggest issue is is on the weekends. I go over to my friend's house or whatever. Um and I'll have, you know, a case. <laughs> a thirty. Split some shots of a fifth that'll be empty by three in the morning type of thing. The problem is it's, not, it's get, almost not even that. It's the, it's the drunken pizza at three. In well, the that's morning. the thing. That's I was just gonna say. The then you get the Coney Island. I I will say omelet. I got so last weekend I got I don't remember what we got two meals that that night and so the first one it was like it was like a chicken wrap with it was a barbecue chicken wrap grilled chicken wrap All which right. is as good as you're gonna get when it comes to ordering uh, out yeah. yeah. And then that night we got uh, some chicken wings, and I had like three though, and that was it. So I was like, as as drunken weekends go, when it comes to bad it's eating, pretty wasn't that bad. It's really restrained. So I, I'm you know credit myself well, there. I'm down a couple. So we'll have to we'll have to look into this here in the coming, maybe next week. We'll do a we'll do an official check in, an official weigh in. To see if we're even moving the needle, even moving the needle at all. What do we got to go? Twelve weeks or something? Yeah, it's Christmas like middle middle of December, something like that. I think uh, we'll, we'll have to check back, see what the date right. is, but we'll have to we'll have to give some sort of progress report. We we should do like some midterm, like a midterm yeah. report type of thing at oh, some like, point. So I think maybe next week or the week after we'll do a we'll do a weigh in. All right. Well, welcome back to Garage Time. Let's get into it. There's that. So as I just glance down here, as the TV's always on, it's of course it's on mute. Uh, the heater up, two points, fifty-four to fifty-two against uh, the Lakers. I, I pray to God, Jimmy Butler and his 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 side side street car wash car Face, dryer hair. beard. Yuck. His mustache, how long it is, and how it like. Just I, I I can't stand it. I saw this is an aside from everything that I wanted to talk about tonight. Uh, I had, I saw somebody on Facebook, one of my old high school I wouldn't buddies acquaintance, you know, one of those people. that's yeah. just your, on your on Facebook the list. list. Yeah, he's there. He said 
apparently today's his birthday or sometime this week, and he's like, the only thing I want for my birthday is for LeBron to win his fourth ring or something like that. And A, why do you give a shit so much? So weird. And B, he doesn't even play for your team. This yeah, kid's a high, yeah. diehard yeah. Pistons fan. I'm like, he's spoiled more Eastern Conference Finals for us than anything else. What, what do you a, care? That's such a weird thing to do with like sports in general. And that's like, I don't know. We're like on the, you're like the edge of that generation where hometown teams don't matter. And it's all about Mm. favorite players. Yeah. It's weird, right? Like, and I don't know if it's free agency and and the proliferation of superstars and things like that and fantasy. And it's, the East Bay catalog. Yeah, I mean, like it's probably it's got to have something to do with the idea of not going to games as much because you have you know surround sound and a fifty inch flat screen TV since maybe not since when I've grown up but throughout my late teenage years you get these flat screens in this surround sound system or whatever. I don't even want to go to games anymore. I'd rather just no the at home experience is so much better. And so maybe that's got something to do with it. To where if you were there, if you were if you went to the palace as we did as kids to watch the Pistons watch the bad boys, whatever it were. Maybe that was something that w- that drew you to them as opposed to seeing, I can see LeBron James every night of the week. I don't need to worry about anything else. Yeah, like, you know, we're both we, we're both big sports. Like Michigan games, I like tailgating them. Mm-hmm. I'll go to a Michigan game. I'm not buying If it's like Akron, yeah, right? If it's one of the first three games. But if it's a big game, I don't want to go no. because I can't see. Like Those... You can see, but like it's not. Compared to what you six inch do at in home. depth benches that you then have to sit sideways because you're crammed in. You only get about twelve inches to sit your fat ass down on the bench, and you're you're, you're crammed between people. And when you stand up, you knock over everybody's. Well, they don't get beers, but knock over everyone's sodas and what have you, right onto the concrete. And everyone gets mad. It ruins somebody's jack. I don't. I don't need that in my life. I'll tailgate, just... have my space, or I'll stay at home. Yeah, and and like the the drinks. Oh. I mean, what's the I got my own pisser here. After the match, I can just, you know, go to bed. I can go into my own I don't have to drive home. Mhm. I don't have to do any of that. Yeah. It's just, I'm just there. Well, you lose you miss the atmosphere. Yeah, it's nice. Like what if something negative happens, right? Yeah. Like and now I have to drive and be mad. What if I'm at a match and and it's my team. Maybe I've got some money on it. And, like, something then happens. Mm-hmm. Now I have to, even if I Uber home, like, mm-hmm. I, I have to be somewhere in public responsible for myself. Yes. I can't, like, confine myself in the safety of my own room and break my own shit. Yeah. I have to now be worried While about. continuing to drink the entire yeah, time. Yeah, I have to be worried about misdemeanors mm. and things like that. Felonies. Destruction of private property. It's, it's just bad. It's terrible. Well, so on that note, did you see, speaking of money on the line, did you see uh, there's a guy, so Greek Town, our local, one of our local casinos down Your, your place, Frank Spitbooth. Frank Spitbooth, everybody. Frank Spitbooth, right there. No exactly. spit casino. <laughs> I guarantee it. So the same sports book that I went and bet to for the first time since it's been open, um, this guy bet on the Mi- Miami um, Lakers game, the game two, game two, game three. Uh, when Miami just uh, uh, went up. So he bet for Miami to win and for the over, for the parlay. He got oh, Miami yeah. one. So he took money line and the over. Okay. Yep. 
The over was 219 and a half. He bet $13,000, which, okay. <laughs> $13,000 for Miami to win and for both teams to clear yeah, my, the My how bad I'm going to feel for this guy has dramatically Decreased, reduced. Right. Yeah, but go ahead. Uh, what was – so – so Miami, Miami won the game. What was the? I, I'm assuming he missed the over. Yeah. How much did he miss it by? Uh, a half a point. It was a two nineteen and a half, and they and the total score line was two nineteen. Like that's that is the perfect example. Why of, Vegas wins? Well, aside from that, me not being in public for things like that. Yeah, it, we we brought this up during Frank Spitbooth was the guy who was shouting. I got two thousand dollars yeah. on this. Yeah, I got two thousand dollar bet. Like that's us. Yeah. If we had so now, two thousand, now to I'm put down now I'm in public and I'm out thirteen grand on yeah. a hook, on a yeah. hook. Right. That's what it was. It was a hook. Good. Like now, I can't. I don't feel too bad for the guy because he can drop thirteen. Yeah. Thirteen G's. Yeah. Now the win was a hundred and four, a hundred and five thousand dollars. Had he hit that, which. It's a sweet chunk of change, but there's no way he's not going home driving in his Mercedes regardless, right? There's or, no way. Well, there is, or is He's a degenerate gambler. His children aren't going to college. I'm not certain mine are, whether or not I'm putting that bet on it anyways. Yeah, well, but. Well, that's a side. That's a side. I don't know. There's like when I was in college at Soaring Eagle, there was a guy, I forget his name. I knew it at one point in my life. Uh I was playing roulette and this guy came up and he had like a G and T or something in his hands and the dealers Hey, let's call him Mark. Hey, Mark. It was like 2.30 in the afternoon. We blew off class. And he like throws down this stack. It was probably like 1800 bucks, something like that. Cash him these chips. Maybe it wasn't that much. No, it wasn't that much. It was like it was like 800 bucks. And anyways, so he just like puts all these weird piles everywhere. Mm. On corners, on edges, on numbers. on, And it comes and it lands on one. And, it, and so he cashes out like, you know, two grand and he does it again. And I like looked at him after he won it. He's talking to his like wife, and not, his even bike, not even looking at the roll. Here's me with like thirty five dollars yeah. on the table. Like, dear God, <laughs> please, 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 I won't <laughs> eat for a week. And this guy's just like, oh, whatever, whatever. And it hits again. Cashes out after two rolls. Put like eight hundred bucks down. Walked away with like five grand. So now like this that. this is actually interesting because last time I was at Soaring Eagle, it wasn't with you. I think I went up with a couple buddies for a weekend. And we were playing craps. I was trying to show my buddies, everybody, because I like playing craps. So I go and play, and they're like, oh, what's going on with this re- game? Because it's a real game. Yeah. It's a real All game. Right. So, so I'm playing whatever, and I'm trying to talk to him. And this guy, literally opposite table of me, shows up. And you said 1500 seemed like a lot. It was probably 800 This guy, it had a band around it. I don't know how much it was. I'm not gonna, It might have been dollars that had right. a band around it. Right. I don't know. It was an exorbitant amount of cash. Everybody there knew him. He was talking with this this uh, young lady who had to be 20, 30 years his his junior. And, again, you know, gets finally gets his chips after all that gets cashed in. Here's $500 on the pass line, you know, $50 on a yo or something or right, $200 right. on a yo. And then he's talking while the dice are getting thrown. And then he looks up, oh, hey, takes those. Here's another 1000 on the pass line. Like, what is going on around here? There was a guy. Speaking of crabs, there was a guy, not to turn this into Gamblers Anonymous. <clears throat> Again, another guy who I forget his name. Bigger guy. Oh, man, when we played craps there, every time this guy showed up, the table, if it wasn't full already when he got there, filled up immediately. Gravitated towards I him. never saw this guy roll less than 35 minutes continuously. Shh. 
talking every time the die came to him, put the clock on for 35 minutes what, what, what before those, he would roll uh, out. Those lighters from Ocean's 13 that had the, yeah. the die had yeah. the, the stuff and they could click it and it switched Dude, right over much, to Snake Eyes or whatever. Much. Dude, because he just won and you could just put your bets in the field, mm-hmm. right? You could put your bets on the come mm-hmm. and you would almost always win. Yeah. You would make so much money off this guy. But see now, let, let's we gotta we gotta be careful. We gotta be careful. We gotta be careful here. We're gonna get up and leave in the minute we drop this podcast. I'm gonna go to work tomorrow or anything. This is gonna be like, hey, so so we just door. we just did that cash out refi on the house. How much did we get back? Well, you see, definitely was as much as I told you last. The Miami time. Heat mm. and the craps table, or no. we come back with double. Double. See. Now you're talking. See, this is what I'm talking. Thirteen thousand dollars is what for a hundred four thousand dollar payout. What I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing okay. it. Tell you what, the the bet I will take is the bet that Carlos Correa mm. of the Houston Astros is going to take the baddest four seam fastball to the fucking ear. Yep. As soon as fans are allowed back in the games, I'd because, be surprised if it doesn't happen prior to that. Well, but the problem is, the point is the. The pandemic has kept fans away. And so for those of you who are trying to catch up, Carlos Correa shortstop for the Houston Astros, who was found out to have cheated in the years that they won the World Series and made it to the World Series. Multiple and all of the Astros, not just Carlos Correa. And not only him, but he was the one who came out in spring training when, uh, who was it? It was, uh, what's his name? It was Cody Bellinger, the slugger from the Dodgers, Mm -hmm. who lost in the World Series to them. Basically, I got, I've got no respect for them. Their yeah. fake apology was blah, blah, blah. Which it was. And it was. And Correa comes out and he's like, you know, if you don't know the facts, shut your fucking mouth. Well, we do know the facts. Mm, you're cheaters and pieces so of So they're shit. running all the Then what happens? Oh, pandemic. Fans not. And they've gotten off scot-free. Joe mm-hmm. Kelly throws at him once and he gets suspended like a quarter of the yeah. season. And no one's done anything since. But this son of a bitch comes out mm. on a team that went 29 and 31 and got into the playoffs because of the pandemic rules correct beats the minnesota twins in a best of three series i.e the same minnesota twins who had lost their last 16 straight playoff games over the last 17 years now 18 playoff games in 17 years comes out and says oh yeah we just keep winning mm. how's everybody like us now mm. Oh my God, man! Learn to sh- read the fucking room. Yeah, shut up. Shut up. Cause this is gonna follow you. Could you imagine? He's he's like an unrestricted free agent after next year. Yeah, who's picking him up? He's arbitration eligible, so he's gonna want a bunch of money. And you're just gonna pick up a guy that's just gonna get the lights turned out yeah. on him every time he's up to bat. Also, he's not the best shortstop in the um, world well, either. Not when people aren't banging on trash cans to tell him when an yeah. off pitch. Off-speed pitch is coming. Well, this, this is the thing. It's all right. It's a combination of where you're going to go after here, right? Because the Astros aren't going to resign. Because the Astros are going to rebuild now. Most likely, again, because no they, one can hit a baseball on their team. Correct, and they all are over 30 years old for all intents and purposes. Justin Verlander's still there at 72. I don't know. Yeah. He's hanging out. It's, he's weird. He's quiet. He's not talking about cheaters. Yeah, anymore. I loved his real non-apology. He didn't like performance-enhancing drugs and those cheaters, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. banging on a trash can. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I can't. 
I, I just, I saw, and I'm not going to belabor too much on it, but like, man, you're not that good. No. You're not going to win the World Series. I almost pray that they make the World Series and the Dodgers just hang like Absolutely 17 on them a game. On them. Yeah. And put one in his ear hole. I mean, we don't want him to get like too hurt, but just no, I don't want him to get hurt. But like, I just want yeah. like him always to be in fear every yeah. time he's in the batter's just box. Every, just every pitch, every pitch, him zip one over his head. But, like imagine, okay. like it's like imagine stealing from Walmart, and then every time you walk in there, them being like, "Hey, you can't be in here," and, and like having a problem with it. The and then when you're allowed you in there, security following you and be like. Can you believe this? Be like, yeah, I can. Yeah. Because every time you were in here for the last two years, it turns out you fucking stole something. Mm -hmm. What is wrong? Of course, yes, I can believe that, you fucking idiot. Uh, You know, I I just, I I feel like the most, obviously there's so many important things that this pandemic has taken from us as a people and you as a listener and Mm. people out there. But as a not that important, important thing. Or dignity as baseball it was fans. The, it was the personal pound of flesh that the Astros were going to mm-hmm. have to pay every single game away from home. Correct. And they didn't have to pay it. No. They would have been spat on. Oh, my God. I would have bought hot dog. I would have went to a Tigers game just to buy a hot dog to then throw onto the field, even if it didn't hit anybody. Just to do. Oh, my God. So I can only hope. 2021 that the justice that's deserved comes but justice that's deserved that has not yet come belongs here in this city Mm. this the city of detroit the motor city and it belongs in allen park a, a small suburb at the lions headquarters the detroit lions the motor city kitties mm-hmm. because I know you're unplugged. I've been unplugged for like three years. Yeah. I'll go grocery shopping on Sundays. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'm done letting it ruin my weekends. But there is a really fat man in a poncho with a terrible beard. Correct. And a small man with red hair and oversized suits that have jobs that me, at the end of Tuesday nights from recording two podcasts mm-hmm. while drinking, am more suited to do their jobs with. And that's the head coach and the GM of the Detroit Lions. So I want to speak to anyone who might be listening who still continues to subject themselves to the Detroit Lions. And and for whatever reason, I got a good friend, Mitch. He's a smart guy, but not when it comes to his football fandom. He won't give up. Get, like, jump off the ship. Go somewhere else. Just get in the life vet, lifeboat. Mm-hmm. And just wait for a new ship, or a better ship, or if someone to fix the ship. Because, oh my God, what's a guy got to do to get fired around here? Correct. And I'm not going to get into the this and the that, uh, of how, why they're bad in this. But put it this way, if someone who did your job prior to you better. had like a 60% win percentage and you now have like, what is it? Like a 20% win percentage. Yeah. I would say even if that, and you're still not fired. Bill O'Brien of the Houston Texans was in the playoffs four of his last six years Mm. and was just fired this week. Yep. 
for making two bad trades. Now, granted, they were awful The worst trades, trades I may have ever seen but, in my life. But still, where the Detroit Lions come in, I don't think that we have any room to talk about who gets fired from a different team. I mean, we look at, so the person who does your job better than you, last four years, I'm not going to, 11-5, 7-9, 9-7, 9-7. Yep. Jim Caldwell. Yep. And then six and ten, three and twelve. That was yeah. that was what we you followed they're up what, with. They're what ten, twenty five and one, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Oh god. Well, and you know what's the worst about Patricia? When you listen to his press conferences, it's so much coach speak. Yeah. There's nothing. He there. never like so. I hate sports press conferences, anyways, no, because none of it means no, anything. like don't ask him any questions. But when you hear this guy talk, he said he says from that standpoint, probably. 12 times a press conference. Well, you know, we did a lot of bad things. And so as a coach, I got to work better. And, you know, there's some things that we have to look at from that standpoint. What standpoint, coach? What is it, coach? What, what? Yeah. Oh, I can't. I can't. It, like, it's one thing to be terrible at your job and the team to be losing every fucking game. Mm-hmm. It's another thing to be an insufferable asshole yes. in a fucking poncho with a pencil in your fucking Well, ear. you gave, I mean... You give Bob Quinn the job, and I wasn't thrilled about it, but I don't know who else we were going to get. Fine. We changed. You go get him. You give him his two-year experiment with his guy. And you know what? It doesn't work out. So you cut ties. You wander. And see, like, so you were at least the way you had been unplugged the last few years, as I understood it, was you're just all, all ties no matter what cut. I'm in the boat where I know what I want this team to do. To progress, as in, for all intents and purposes, tanking for the next no, five so, years. So that's the thing. I, I, getting rid of maybe the ownership if that's what required, or yeah. at minimum the entire front office and GM and head coaching staff. And don't hold on to 50-year-old scouts that haven't scouted right. well for 50 years. Like, Fire the janitor. Everybody, Fire the cooks. Everybody. Yeah. Bring so, in an entire new administration and then tank, and then let's rebuild from the ground up. Let's do a 100 years Cubs thing. I don't care because you know what happened with the Cubs? They won a championship. Well, so that's that's kind of how I am, right? I don't want them to be poor, but I'm not going to blind loyalty it. Right? Do or die. Stay. I, I, I might be mad, but that doesn't mean I don't care. You know, those memes with yeah, the old man the holding, old man holding the, old, the no. umbrella. I will blow my own brains yeah. out if I have to see that shit one more time every Sunday. Yeah. No, no, I... No, yeah, I agree. So it's called so spousal this, abuse, is what it's called. Exactly. This is what, what's the what's the what's this Stockholm syndrome? Yeah, your Where captor yeah, has convinced yeah. you to like that. Like, like I have to, I have to, right? Because I live here. Yeah. What if they fucking they and they're not even doing the shit that like that asshole Arthur Blank is doing in Atlanta, where he opens up his new stadium and what did he do? He's like, listen, beer, fucking quarter. Yeah. Yeah. Hot Two dogs. dogs? Yeah. I'll pay you to eat one. Yeah. I mean, just come yeah, watch the table. Hit a hyperbole, yeah. right? But it's like three bucks for a hot dog, four dollars for a beer at a stadium in the U.S. Are you kidding Ford me? Ford Field, thirteen fifty. Oh you can't. You God. can't even buy two beers for a twenty, which is already shit right. house expensive. Right. No. You want you want this little Caesar's pizza that it's we call the large, but you only get four slices. Twenty four dollars. <laughs> you can get a whole. Full ass twelve inch large pizza for five dollars outside mm-hmm. on the inside. That's correct. 
three slices is eighteen dollars. Yeah. Somehow this is like the Vatican where but whatever do, happens man. outside is not. These these sycophants show up. These sadists show up every Sunday, and just spend so much money. Listen, if you guys just like BDSM, just say you like it yeah. and, and go and you enjoy feel yourself. Pain, right. If you want to feel pain, that's fine. Pay someone. Go for it. It's probably just not, cheaper. Just it, not them. It's probably yeah. cheaper Get too. Get a better deal. Shop around. Yeah. I used to be an estimator at my company. I had to have, it was a rule of three, had to have three quotes, right? For whatever trade it was, whatever fabricator it was, three quotes, right? Mm. So if you want someone to stomp on your fucking balls, don't pay the lions fucking $800 a week to do it, right? Mm -hmm. There's probably some girl on OnlyFans that'll do it for way cheaper. There's probably a guy that'll do it on OnlyFans. I need a little bit of money. How much are you offering? You want to sponsor fucking... The, the the stomp on your we balls. We need new portion? mics. I'm onto it. Let's go. I'm onto it. I got some diehard boots in the closet oh. that I don't mind stomping on balls. Exactly. With. Give us a call. Well, that escalated. I, I just yeah. But the point is valid, and there, it's there's just true. so much about it, and it's it's a bye week here in Detroit, and you know driving home from work, I hear everybody calling into sports radio, wanting them to be fired, and it's not happened yet, and. It's not going to happen. So, I, you know, I commiserate. And all I can say is just give up. Give up until you have a reason not to have, not to continue. Wait, wait. Give up until there is a reason to stop giving up. Correct. That's what I want to say. Life's not all about absolutes here. And it doesn't have to be about bandwagon fans. Because let me tell you what franchise in this world, no matter what sport you're talking about, has never had a bandwagon fan in their entire life and never will. And it's the Detroit fucking Lions. This is this is a fucking, like... So just because I don't want to get tortured every week, I will step away. Exactly. Until they do something. Something. So, you know what is a deal of absolutes, though? Hmm. Um, me in being a basic dad. And what do you mean by that though? So the missus fine. She, she got around to decorating the house for the fall season. Right. Man, I absolutely adore when the house is, whether it's, she's got like, fake leaves and this and that but i'm a candle guy man and so it's like burning candle season i'm a I'm, i'm a basic dad i go to bath and body works and i buy candles instead of my wife see that might be the line right but is I am it? not upset with candles. Sometimes there's abrasive smells that I am not a fan of, which are, to be honest, most of them. <laughs> but do you know when there's not abrasive smells in my house? I imagine from when candles? you pick them out. When I pick them yeah, out. Yeah, but you got to. Okay. So I think what you're tapping into here, though, a little uh, armchair psychology here, is there? there's a warmth and a tight. Because that's what I love about Christmas. It's not you're necessarily it. the yeah. music, but, yeah. but like. The, the snow is on the outside. You have lights on inside, but not like it's bright fluorescent lights. Yeah. soft yellow lights. Maybe you have a yeah. fire somewhere. Yes, yes. That I, I do love. That warmth Sing and that kind to of me. tucked this is inness. It. The issue is, I, outside of putting up said Christmas tree, 
will void any responsibility outside of that. Oh, I ain't got to do any of that. In fact, I offered to help because, you know, things have been busy. Kids are doing school from home. She's on two jobs or she's on a job and apprenticing. I'm obviously working. Like, hey, I'll be. She's like, no. This is what I do. She's like, drops the plates in the sink and they shatter and she turns around and doesn't break eye contact with me. Don't you ever say that again. You will never help me decorate. You know better. Because, whoa, that's how it is, though. So I don't have to decorate. I just get to enjoy it. Yeah. The pro. I have, like, every now and again, there'll be a, a nice scented candle every now and again. And I don't know what it is that I like from it, what I'm looking for in one. I also particularly care enough to discover that about myself. But what I do know is when the marshmallow, pumpkin, whatever nonsense, evergreen shit is, you know, you're just enjoying whatever space you're sitting in for the moment. And then this comes on. Pineapple, strawberry, shortcake, marshmallow, pumpkin. Oh, yeah, and then you're yeah. like, what in the fucking world is this? Because well, hey, now I can also not get rid of it. And well, now it's here. And you've, you've, you, have, you have put this on me as a does, person. That will happen. That will happen. And mm. I have no control over what you don't. the air smells you like don't. anymore. You don't. That's, you're in my world now. Because that's me. I'm basic dad. Yeah, I don't like that. I'm basic dad. I'm not buying pumpkin spice lattes. But... Unscented candles? Nope, that's dumb. Why, oh, but again, you can create that ambiance without the cinnamon twist. Why do I? What? I'll just turn a, I'll turn a lamp on. If I want light, I will turn a lamp on. Which I or, have a lamp at my house. Which instead of turning the bulb on, there is a glass orb at the bottom that has a dim light in it. That I will have no light sound in the house See, except for the okay, TV and fine. that in the corner. That's and fine. I, that 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 orb light plus the Christmas tree in the opposite corner. Oh yeah, that so, is me. Yeah, but non scented candles are for tornadoes. Yeah, but they're it, for tornadoes. It's a similar dim light fact, is what I'm looking I'll, for. I would like to offer onto the record that if you burn non scented candles for anything other than a. Uh, Fine, personal, romantic dinner, um, or the power is out, you're a fucking psychopath. Are we, like, summoning a demon or something? Not even that. Like, you're a psychopath. So, that that's just, put that into the archive. That, that That is the official stance. I mean, I don't own any unscented candles, and I wouldn't... Really, so, I'm like, just trying to get away though? from the abrasiveness what's of the What's the deal, smell. though? So, like... Abrasive smells. I mean, abrasive smells happen in the house all the time, right? Like, think about it. Like, you could probably think of abrasive smells. Well, I can, because yesterday I cooked scallops in the house, and the entire house smells like uh, I was. Well, I love dip scallops. My, dip my, yeah, wait, 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 wait. Hey, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have interrupted. I should have let you finish. So finish. But I. I so I pan fried some sea scallops yesterday, which were fantastic. Delicious. And they were delicious. I made a nice balsamic vinegar glaze with some green beans. It was fantastic. Sounds outstanding. But the whole entire house smells like I dipped my head in a red lobster uh, lobster tank. So and like it's absolutely oh, disgusting. So it still smells like raw scallops. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely disgusting. And for the, here's a PSA I'm for on, those. I'm on the dock in Maine right now, fishing shit out of the ocean. For those who don't know the difference, sea scallops and bay scallops. A sea is big, a bay is or a sea is big and a bay is small. Right. That's how you can tell. Sea scallops big. Bay scallops. It's not like a rhyme you learn from. No, it's just it's the truth. Think about it. Like I agree. I understand. The sea is big, 
And a bay, I got real loud right there. I don't know why I got so upset about the sea being big. A sea is big. Sea, big, big, small. Me, smart, seafood man. (laughs) I had red lobster name tag. But yes. But my entire house smells like that. Nah. So yeah. So what about you? What would probably murder me or make me murder myself more than that is if I added some pumpkin spice latte candle over top of my sea scallop. Well, yeah, you can't. Ghostbusters taught us that you can't cross streams, right? I mean, they do, and it works. So, but, blah, 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 blah. but even me, right? But even me, like when I'm cooking, even like spaghetti, right? Candle out, because I don't want that shit. I don't want clove and allspice and fucking garlic and tomatoes and onions. No, no, doesn't you work. You have clove and allspice candles. Yeah, they, well, I mean, that's the scents that are in it, right? It'll, it'll have some fucking name, man. You like, like you don't spend. Football Saturdays in fall in my house. You've been subjected to all of the candles that I buy. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of most. Yeah, well, you can fucking deal with it. So, but I know what you mean though about the food, the the scallops. It's it's unfortunate. So, like, I'm doing. uh, It's supposed to be super nice this weekend. Indeed, I'll be hunting. Um, I'm going to be. I gotta. Cut the grass. Gross. Gotta pull the flowers out of the front garden bed. Gross. And then uh, probably gonna smoke some ribs on the smoker. Not gross. Not gross. However, like you can't light the chimney of charcoal and then not just smell like I Correct. laid on a charcoal bed. Correct. Which is the worst part about doing anything. It really is, man. Fire based. It really any, is. In like, so I'll. Smoke, broke, smoke all the fucking meat, pork, whatever, all this shit. And it tastes delicious. But like, man, I like the smoke smell. I just don't like Over how long I have to fucking put up with it. Well, and this, and this may be a topic for a later conversation more in depth. I can't stand smelling like campfire smoke. And I think it's the same type it's of pretty idea. much. I mean, it's, just, it's yeah. almost, I like it generally as it's happening and as it's there but the idea of leaving the source of the flame and then going inside to eat the ribs or going home to go to bed in my hoodie in my entire room and the entire house now smells like i like just there's just open pit of flame somewhere in the home i can't stand it so it's like when we have cigars that is a, i'll wake up my hair will continue the to worst smell part like is like i'll be in the shower you know fucking 4 30 in the morning after we have an office party here in mm-hmm. the garage correct and i'm like the kids are sleeping in our bed so i'll sleep in one of the kids beds but i don't want to smell like you know a rocky patel or whatever correct. right but like i can't you can't get it out of your, out of your, beard. your beard your mustache yeah. and i'm like just scratching the shit out of my face mm-hmm. trying and it just will not go away correct. i love cigars fantastic we almost smoked one tonight like, I, but I can't, oh my God, you can't, I can't stand it. No. Like that. Okay. I'm done with you. Please go away. Smell. Right. This is it. I just, I just wanted you for the short time and now we're done with this. Well, I, I just want you to know I'm a basic dad and I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it's not something you should be proud of, but I am. whatever. It, of it. it is what it is. It is what it is. So just a brief point. Uh, so you're smoking ribs this weekend. I bought, I was at Meyer and I was through the diet trying to get some 
lower calorie and lower carb, whatever. So I bought this barbecue sauce. I don't remember the brand name of it. So I'm in the barbecue sauce aisle. I get some low-cal dressing, whatever, which is garbage. Threw that out after the first use. It was absolutely trash. So I have the barbecue sauce. It's sweet and spicy barbecue sauce. It's got no sugar. It's got no carbs. It's got, like, I don't know, 2% or 3% sodium in it. What is this, Greg Hughes? It's literally nothing. Yeah, I think. Yeah, it's, it's the best. It's not that good. What? Now, well, so what, what time... I didn't know you had this. So do you have the sweet and spice? Because that's what I, had, I have. I got the hickory. Okay. So that may be what I have to get. Because I, So I have the sweet and spicy. There's literally, I don't even know if there's any ingredients in this. Because the, the bank says there's nothing in it. Dude, the hickory tastes like just like a North Carolina vinegar. See, I do enjoy some Carolina. Because uh, this stuff, it, it smells like it was made out of like apple cores. Not like okay. in a bad way, but it just smells like apple. And then okay. maybe some barbecue twinges here and then you taste it and it's just like yeah it tastes like sugary apple with somebody like spit on it who had sweet baby rays earlier that day like frank was around frank was around but he ate some good barbecue earlier and so then frank, spit on so your frank food. ate the greek town barbecue yeah. and then spit on it and he had to test your test your ribs to make sure that they were spit resistant no, sir. they were no, not sir. they were not spit resistant though that was the issue because they were not in a frank spit booth Spit guaranteed, guaranteed spit resistant box. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, so that was something that I'm the dressing I was disappointed in. But this barbecue sauce, it's not like it's bad. It's just not quite. I mean, I'm a, it, huh? I'm a sweet baby Ray's masterpiece type of guy. Fucking, it's not giving me what I need. Well, and you know what it is? is there's no carbs. No, no sugar, sugar in it. it. There's yeah. just not pounds of sugar in it. <laughs> Understood. Understood. Well, I tell you what, why don't you, uh, why don't you get fancy on us? All right, this I can do. So here, let me move this here. Empty beer cans. One, that one's full too. All right. So today we're gonna have. I don't know that it's more complicated than any of the other drinks I made, but it's gonna add an ingredient that we've definitely never used before. <laughs> so this is a whiskey sour. Uh, is what we're going to make. And I'm going to use Woodford Reserve Rye Whiskey. You can use bourbon or any other type of whiskey that isn't rye, wheat, whiskey, whatever you want. But the extra ingredient, which is technically optional for sour. Sours are only citrus, base spirit, and uh, simple syrup, a uh, sugar base, which is most of the drinks we've made. This, though, we're going to add egg whites to each of the drinks. So mm. pardon me. So so we're in we're in cocktail hour. We just seamlessly... Slid right into that for you. What is that? Those egg whites not look good to you? Not great, Adam. I, you did make these egg whites. So you you, you, By you make, procured them. I took an egg and I cracked it into a glass. And then I took a spoon and I tilted towards myself. And I softly scooped the egg white out. Now the first one kind of cut, but it didn't cut into the water. I, I cut the yolk out. The yolk cut into the... Into the spoon, but it didn't cut into the white. Do you not know how to extract egg whites from a full egg? Crack it in Please. Half, back and forth, back and yeah, forth. Yeah. Switch the oak back and forth while you're over top of your whatever receptacle. Okay. And then you'll have an egg yolk fully in a shell, and you just garbage. So, Don't so, you eat egg white omelets like every morning or something? Not every morning. But, but generally. But I mean, do you know what I do for my egg white omelets? 
Do you, I swear to God, if you say buy egg whites, I'm no, 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 my God, no, I take, I take uh, four fingers and a thumb, and I grab the fucking yolk out, and I throw it down the sink. Absolutely disgusting. Why? First thing, your hands are all over your food now. So one, I wash them. Two, it's my food. Three, it's not ready to eat because I then cook it. So, all right, listeners, you can phone in yours. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I'm in the right in this. Also, I'm come- not saying you're wrong, but I'm not playing. I'm not playing fucking juggle master in an eggshell for you. It's really not that difficult. Anyways, all right, we're gonna. So, all right, so what do we? So we got uh, so the recipe. The general recipe that I have is uh, two and a quarter ounce of rye whiskey or any type of whiskey, bourbon, whatever. Uh, three quarter ounce fresh squeezed lemon juice and then a half an ounce of simple syrup. Of course, which you can make at home. You should know by now. Um, so now I need my... He's getting his... Yeah, got to get my go. lemons here. I got my simple syrup and my whiskey in the glass. Um, so once you add all your ingredients to this... Um, including the egg white, what you're going to do is you're going to, we call it, we call it, uh, it's called dry squeezing or dry shaking, which just means adding all your ingredients to the shaker and then shaking it without ice. And what that does is it takes the, uh, um, uh, the egg white and it froths it up. Cause the whole point is it makes like this nice white foam over top of your drink. And so by dry shaking, it froths it up like that before the ice gets into it. Which is what we are looking for. So I'm just squeezing my lemon. So what's the here. point of the egg white? It just lifts the is drink. Is it just up. texture? It, 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 it's like aerates it almost type of thing. So it's like uh, in a like it doesn't taste like egg or anything. Like you'll not you no, not know. taste what's scrambled the, eggs or anything. What's the one that you drink? Oh shit! What is it? It's a it's a Christmas drink. Eggnog? No, 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 no. There's a something. We'll have to. We'll have to. I'll have to put my thinking. You're talking on. about something that's got egg in it for Christmas because I can only think of eggnog. There's something else that's made with it, and I can't. Oh God damn! It's like right there. We'll have to figure it out, and we'll put it in our Christmas special. Which we should be getting to think about. We got some holidays coming up. We do have some plans in the works for things we want to do around the time. We're right. not going to get too much into it, but but I'm pretty excited for some stuff to work around. At minimum, it's going to give us a lot of content to talk about because, good Lord, do we have things to talk about about the uh, holidays. Yeah, I mean, all of you have probably been living a lie this whole time and doing it all wrong. Correct, correct. And luckily for you... You found garage time, hmm. and now we can we can teach you everything you've done wrong. All right, now I have to pardon me if this takes a little longer. I have to correct Adam's mistake here with his uh, egg whites. Man, I fucking told you when I came out. So when I brought when I said I needed eggs, I really just wanted you to bring the eggs out. But uh, see, no good deed, everybody. Once I'm done right, just take your hands into the shot glass and pull it out yourself. That's the rule. Right? I, well, I, I fucking told you when I came out that that little connective bullshit was still in there. Oh, it's no big deal. Till it was a big well, deal. Because I had. <laughs> it was a big deal. 
It is okay. Well, we're just gonna let it go. Okay. Uh, so, oh, all right. So all the ingredients are in. We're gonna do a dry shake now, and then we'll add ice, and we shall shake again. Only problem with the dry shake, which I will say, is you don't get the seal from the ice that contracts the metal. So sometimes you can get a little slippage and a little spillage in here, but All right. I'm gonna try to avoid yeah. that. Please. And so with egg whites, one thing you definitely wanna do is make sure you shake it more vigorously than you normally would. Yeah, I mean, this is like a, this is like mom and dad are out of town kind of shaking, if you know what I'm saying. That's the not seal I'm talking about. Oh yeah, about. he just got. Got a little bit. Got a little pressure, got a little pressure pump on me. Oh, it's because you were shaking too vigorously. You know what? Those shake weights don't come in handy for nothing. That's right. So now got a little foam on you, bud. Yeah, with my my favorite hoodie. Yeah. Mm. I suffer for my arm. So the so dry shake complete. Now he's just topping off with some ice. And we're back on. Try it again. Just a, just a master at his craft. Also, every time I make one of these, it's there it is. It's a little easier than what normally is. So I see you have our our old faithful friend. You've got the uh, the bitters here, and you haven't. Excuse me, you've excluded them from our mix. Indeed. Uh, so Angostura bitters, this is, again, optional also with the egg whites. But what's nice about the egg whites, when it leaves this nice white foam on top, as opposed to adding something to the flavor of the drink, you can add any type of bitters you like. An aromatic. Exactly. And really, when you bring the glass to your nose, you'll smell it similar to the mint did with the mint julep and so on. So so it's a, it, that is our our garnish, if you Indeed. will, yes? And you see how milky that looks as I fine strain it into our respective glasses? Yep, yep. So again, it's not going to taste eggy or anything. It's just going to really kind of just open the drink up. It's going to be a little more frothy, which is the point. Not a bang. That's the, the membrane that's not out. That's bada boom, bada bing. There you are. Yeah, so you can see it's you know oil, oil and water kind of thing. You can see mm -hmm. the the liquid settle and the froth rise, like as you're looking at it. I mean, it really yeah, the froth separates. will definitely rise to the top, and it and it creates like a, a yeah a line of demarcation. It looks like a head on mm -hmm. a beer. Yeah, right is what it looks like. So all right, so whiskey sour with egg whites, and then aromatic bitters. Indeed. Mmm. That's a fine drink. It's not bad. It kind of throws you off a little bit, how that foam in there. Because well, when you would take a beer and it's, it's got all the foam yeah, in there, you don't like that. That is the, almost the entire point of this drink, to an extent. So, I've had a whiskey sour before. I've never had it with an egg white. Um, I guess my thing is, this is... Uh, 
as much as it's a classic, it's it's much a different cocktail because mm-hmm. whiskey doesn't get no the sour aspect of it. it doesn't get lemon yeah. right you know you don't it's not where you go um so it's it's it, it, it bucks that trend that you're you're used to um i will give this i'm gonna give this an eight wimbledon woodies all right i mean it's a it's a absolute classic it, it is and i i mean a sour when it comes to i mean you can make a lot of different drinks out of a sour and it really just means a base spirit a sweetener simple syrup and then a citrus of some sort yeah. lime lemon orange you can really like most of the drinks i've made since we've started this have all been technically a sour class right. of drink and then the egg white though is optional all it literally does is spill stuff all over the table um yeah, all it does is just create that weird texture, that kind of foamy, not yep. weird, but that foamy texture at the top. No, absolutely. absolutely. I don't slam them back every night, although I probably could see myself maybe doing it. They're not bad. I might could leave out the egg white after one or two. Yeah, so I mean that definitely adds a difference to it, but it's it gives you like almost more of a complex drink. Mm-hmm. Like as a... As not not so much a flavor profile, but like a full on like as someone who's taking on the drink. Like mm. it's more complex, right? It's not just here's a drink. This is what it tastes like. This is how you like. There's more to it, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's there's more that you almost get out of it because of it. So yeah, it's, absolutely, absolutely creates a more full body beverage. So sorry, I started talking while I was taking a pull on that. As was I when I started talking. See, so now we got to work on our timing. No, it's not. We're drinking. What's the whole point? We're going to work on our timing. Um, but uh, so eight Wimbledon Woodies yeah. for the whiskey sour. We'll have that photo up in the next day or two after yeah, release. So we would like you all to give your go, right? Give it your all. Mm. And so if you've been following along, or if you're new, we'll do these drinks. Every show we'll have cocktail hour. Alex will bless us with a new one. And then we'll hit your timeline with a review. So you'll have a finished presentation picture with, excuse me, our Wimbledon Woody on there, mm-hmm. however many. And then the recipe. We want to see you give your go, mm-hmm. and we want to see what your score is. How many Wimbledon right. Woodies are you going to give? Right. We want to see your finished product on your attempt at the, at the drink, and then your rating Yeah, score. Yeah, and, and dress it up, man. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we get it. You know, a lot of these things, like, you probably don't have simple syrup, right? You can make it make if it. you want, right? It's sugar and water. Sugar and water and just boil it down. Yeah. And so Angostura bitters, but like a lot of these things, they last. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're not making cocktails every night. And even if you are, if you're not drinking four or five of them in a night, a a small bottle that's like two and a half, four ounces, something like that, of Angostura bitters, that'll last you 
literally almost a calendar year. As long as you're not slamming eight Manhattans a night, you're going to be good. And the good news is... It costs you six bucks. Good God. Did you guys hear those crotch rockets? It That's, is garage time. You also hear the police sirens in Was the background. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> um, Bunch of but old so, men. But like you, you hear a lot of these, these ingredients. A lot are similar. Right? So... And, and to be completely truthful, a lot of times before we start recording, you'll come in here and say, I had to pick up this. And it's almost never a Luxardo. There's another cop. Mm-hmm. It's never a Luxardo no. or a this. Or it's always, I had to buy another bottle of gin. Mm-hmm. I had to buy another bottle of bourbon. Yeah. So, or I had to pick up some fresh mint that right, cost or, me $1.50 I, I at a my local market, right? right? It was nothing that was outrageous. Like today, so I did pick up another bottle of whiskey, but I this is my taste in whiskey at home. And I'm almost a little ashamed I use it to make a cocktail, but it's a good whiskey, so it makes a good beverage. But yeah, I mean, it's nothing, you know, like when I started, not to get too long on cocktail, when I started, I just had a bottle of gin. I had gin. I saw I bought some dry vermouth to make a martini. And then I bought one or two other just, ten dollar bottles of something so i can make two or three other drinks and that's how it started bada bing and so they and so they last and the cool thing is you know i mean that's that's you've now got a cocktail cabinet and mm-hmm. then you get a cocktail bar mm. and so you have all this and you can you know you can have honest cocktail parties right yeah you can Which is your normal goal. friends they show up with a with a case of natter days or mm-hmm. some bush yeah, lights right. And then you can bless them. Yes. You can you can bless them. Like the rains in Africa. And you can make whiskey sours are a great, even with the egg white, a great punch to make. Even with the egg white Absolutely. coating on top. Absolutely. And don't fantastic. be scared of the egg white. Honest to God. Don't he, taste the let egg me, Let me explain to you. I, I honest, I took an egg out of my freezer or my fridge. I cracked it into a glass. I tilted it. I spooned it out. This is what happened. I, no yolks, just whites. Poured it in a cup, brought it out here, put it in the cooler. Cocktail hour came up. He dropped it in his mixing glass with the rest of the ingredients and shook it. This isn't like Rocky Period. eating four raw yeah. eggs. This yeah. is nothing Period. like that. Yeah. And then he put ice in it and he shook it. And then he poured it. Here we and are. And that was it. Eight Wimbledon Woodies. And it tasted like a soured sugar. And whiskey mm-hmm. with a bit of texture. That's all. So. Well, all right. You know who I bet would have liked that? Who? This is the only part of this show, I think, that is structured outside of Cocktail Hour. This is the one thing that I wanted to get to. Mm-hmm. John McAfee probably, if I had to guess, Oof. loves yeah. Yeah, John Mac. You know, the former that? antivirus. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the starter of that. Yeah. So I bring him up only because um, his GTA days are over. So he ran out of five stars. They got him last time. <laughs> in Spain, John has been arrested. Out of all places to and get arrested. Truth, and in truth, I'm not even. I probably should be not even interested in what he got arrested for. Um, something happened to him. Eh, it's uh, 85 88 Lakers up with four minutes left in the fourth. Oof. It's getting a little tight. A little getting tight. There. 
Yeah, so so John McAfee, the guy who started Mac, everyone had everyone knows it. every computer everyone comes with it. McAfee. Yeah, the antivirus yeah. software. So he got arrested in Spain for tax evasion, and you might say, "Rich guy tax." Geez, guys, cool! What a great thing to talk about. How interesting. Um, this is how I started before I was briefed a little bit before this. You don't know who the fuck John McAfee is. Mm. You are sleeping. Okay, because this may be, unfortunately, the end of an absolute era of a guy who is just completely off the fucking walls. Is he anything like the, uh, uh, who is the team, oh, the Virgin Mobile guy who cooks in his kitchen on Twitter? Oh, Richard Branson who just walks around with like, yeah, no, fuck him, dude. Yeah. He's an him. island or something, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. got to be tax evasion. The shit oh, yeah, but he's, right? like, super rich that, like, the people who would charge him for tax evasion are the ones who he's paying. Once you get island evade, level, yes, that's a whole yes, different yes, category. Yes. Okay, okay. No, so, 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 so a little quick backstory, right? So John McAfee's from the UK. His family moves to Roanoke, Virginia when he's a kid. Hmm. Tough life, you know, whatever, blue collar. Dad ends up. Committing suicide when John's 15. And, and in John's own words, he says he wakes up with that every day, as you well, do, yeah, right? that's normal, I imagine. So John goes to, like, Roanoke College or something, this and that, blah, 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 blah. Super bright guy. Does some work with NASA, Lockheed Martin. Here we are. It's 1986, the first computer virus hits mm. while he's working at Lockheed. 86, right? Not many computers. John's like, I can fix that. I can stop that. Yeah. Starts McAfee and Associates, takes off. In the early, like, it was like 1994, I think, Michelangelo happens, which is like this, John's like, oh, this is the worst, worst computer virus ever. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone runs out and buys his shit. Like, 10,000 people in the world get this virus. But he's this millionaire. And, and like, 19... I don't know. I wrote it down somewhere. Where are we at here? Uh, 1994. So it happened before that. But 1994, he sells all of his shares. 100 million. Steps away. Hmm. Kind of goes boring. Like, the opposite of a montage if this was the mm-hmm. movie this is the opposite of the montage yeah. part this is the part they skip yeah and uh this is like when he comes back right so in the 2000s is when things start to get a bit weird john moves to belize lovely country i hear yeah i mean it's always on your 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 cruise destinations mm-hmm. when you're going to so he moves down there and wants to get into antibiotics. And he makes a company and he partners with a guy and whatever. And he's, he's just convinced plants can fix everything. And then things start getting really fucking weird. John okay. like starts to like get into drugs, allegedly, and this and that. And he's becoming a recluse. He starts hanging out at this bar, loves and something. And like all he does is just sit in this fucking bar and watch people every day. Like people or like, like people, TV? Like people. And this is like, no, people. Like the real people in the bar. And I've been known to do that from time to time. No, but like he's convinced he's being followed and like wiretapped and bugged and the CIA's on him. And Belize. Yeah. Okay. And so he's just always 
it's called Love's yeah, Love's Bar. Um and he just like next thing you know, he like drops off the face of the fucking earth. From Belize. Yeah, but like just in general. And then in 2012, he is considered a official person of interest in the shooting death of his fucking neighbor. Excuse me? Shooting death of his neighbor. He gets questioned by the Belize government and like flees. Sure, a very thorough investigation. No, no, he flees the fucking country. Oh, well, all right. Guess they didn't need a thorough investigation. So then he gets like, fast forward a bit. He's in Guatemala and he gets arrested by the Guatemalan government. That may or may not have been the problem of Vice because Vice sends some reporters down to interview him and shit. And they post some pictures that leave like, like his GPS coordinates are like attached to the photos that they, I don't know how that fucking works, but like they posted some photos that still had like his coordinates on it. And the Guatemalan police catch up to him. They kick his ass out of the fucking country. And like he's he's sent out. Next thing you know, like he's just number one through the media, and yeah. everybody wants. And like people, people are like, you know how it is. They're looking for this. Like, oh, is he literally deteriorating in front of our eyes? Yeah, we got to record. Top this story. Shit. Top yeah. story. Let's watch this man fucking crumble, right? But it gets better. John didn't crumble. John, like a phoenix, mm, rose. rose from the ashes. And after all of that, he fucking puts out a fucking video that (laughs) is supposed to be showing everybody how to delete McAfee antivirus off your computers. This is like 2013. And he's sitting at a desk with a bunch of scantily clad women around him. Okay, I'm and a face full of what is supposed to be, or allegedly, or in fact is cocaine. Yeah, it probably was. Well, like, like if you watch it, it's it's a little satirical, spoofy, yeah. right? But doesn't mean it isn't true. I mean, it's probably best to just say, "Hey, I'm pretending this is cocaine, but it's actually flour." When it actually is cocaine, that's the but best he's got color. like guns across the table. He's got double breast holsters, what? just completely like off the fucking rails. And all he's trying Shit. to do is a, a informational how-to video on how to delete McAfee off your PC. But he's but like, could you call like customer support for that? But no, like, dude, like ever since he left the company, he's like disavowed them. So he sells his shares and he leaves, and he just disavows them. He's being this, and he's being followed by the CIA. Like, dude, I'm telling you, this is an end of the era, ultimate this fucking is why, story. This man. is why you don't name companies after yourself, because now I gotta tank this company with my own last name on it, which may not have any financial repercussions for myself, but at least it ruins my good name, my good cocaine-influenced, gun-wielding, scantily-clad women behind me. Good name. Can't be having that. He just. Dude, it's it's the weirdest, like the whole fucking, and like he's he like got into like, this is what he got pinched for is like cryptocurrencies and all this. Yeah, and like if you follow I, him on Twitter, he's all about it, like all this crypto I saw, shit. I saw something today, and it was a mixture of tax evasion, and through the tax evasion is because he didn't register himself as a paid employee or paid something rather uh, 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 consultant 
with different cryptocurrencies where he then like uh, uh through his personal account said hey you know buy all these cryptocurrencies and didn't register with the sec that he was paid by them or something along those bunch lines. of absolute yeah. red tape fucking bullshit free john mcafee well free him i mean he didn't get look guatemala just kicked him out he was never arrested for killing his fu- i mean for the mm-hmm. yeah, i mean mm-hmm. i mean uh I mean, uh, for not. I mean, I would be in that if he'd let me party with him. But if he's murdering his neighbor, or if he's allegedly murdering his neighbors, I may have. Like you know the part in the movie mm. Blow with Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. where what's his name? Oh God damn! Oh, I forget his his uh, his partner, but he like crosses him and he gets the island and shit and yeah. like Johnny Depp. After he fucking takes there is his contact right, and so Johnny flies down there and he's just coked out of his mind with bodyguards. Like that's how I imagine John mm. McAfee just living in Belize, AK forty sevens all around his chateau of bamboo. I mean that all would have been fine. Piles just, everywhere, right? Like like it's one of those things. Like just don't ruin a good thing, man. Don't go kill your neighbor allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly for for legal purposes. Allegedly, like you had a good thing going. Do all the drugs you want, fam. Now, that probably precipitated a lot of the issues he's now having. That is a uh, but, uh, chicken or the egg right there, huh? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to place blame anywhere, allegedly, but... Uh, yeah, but, you know, it's a sad day. Because I think it's an end of an absolute crazy man era. I'm pretty sure I have McAfee on the PC I'm recording this on. Yeah, no, it's everywhere. So are we more scared about the post office and investigative service breaking us in because they're listening to our recording or John McAfee security, coked out security service? No, John McAfee's on our side. McAfee's on our side. I'm not worried about that. I'm confident in that. Now, do we think that that can hold off the USPSIS is the question. That is the... That is the war of the we'll century. That, fo- that is Napoleon at Waterloo shit. We'll have right to there. follow him into international waters, I think. So they can't prosecute? That's right. All right. Although, isn't Belize in international? Well, that's what I'm, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, we, we have to flee to Belize like he did. And then we'll have to flee Belize to Guatemala. So we're just then following. Guatemala will Spain, kick us out. And we got to go to Spain. Yeah, yeah. Where Interpol will find us. And we'll, you know, we're allegedly, we haven't done nothing, anything. Yeah. Allegedly. Well, I just, I, I couldn't, I couldn't go this entire episode without mentioning it. I saw it this morning, and it like, it is a pretty wild. Consumed story. my whole like first quarter of my morning. I mean, to be fair, just the UK to US to NASA to Lockheed to then creating the McAfee antivirus software. That alone is a pretty. It's there was not, a, not very exciting, but it's it's a pretty. Dude, there was a point where his like so his his wealth was like a hundred million and it like got down like two thousand and eight at the crash. It was like four million dollars, which you know. Oh boohoo! Yeah, I'd fucking kill someone to have four mm-hmm. million dollars. But what'd you do for Klondike bar? <laughs> well, was that right. a real was that a real question? I mean, they're not that good. I mean, they're all right. Thank you. I'll take like like and bite of a Klondike bar is fine. Anything more than that, I just go okay. I just don't want this anymore. Now what a what a what a fucking great marketing campaign for a shit product. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, what would you do for like a nice cold Miller Lite? What would I do that's for a like a more. basket of Olive Garden breadsticks? See, now we're talking. 
I think I think Olive Garden really missed out. Cheddar Bay biscuits from. She's gonna say, "What would I do for a Dugarita?" Oh Christ! Right. I mean, if it's not patented for a Frank Spit booth, mm. I might be able to get that into the patent office. Mm. We might be able to make some money here. We can go meet in Belize, open a new bar. I'm gonna call you Tito. It's That's gonna be right. a whole thing. That's right. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, I, I think uh, on that somber note. Yeah, I think I think we got to get out of here, right? We do. Uh, thank every, thank you everybody for listening. You can find this podcast, Garage Time Pod, anywhere: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You do whatever yeah, you want to do. Email. It. It's all the same. Doesn't matter. You could write. You could write me a letter. Do we have a PO box yet? No, no. You could write me a letter if you wanted. Me? No, me. Yeah, but who's writing a letter? They could. Do they have your address? Mm. That would be poor decision making if you were to do that. It would be pretty. You know, we have all these thousands and thousands of sycophants out there. You That's gotta, right. You got to be a little careful. We do. Don't write me a letter, everybody. No, no. Um, but yeah, so find us at Garage Time Pod anywhere. Outside of that, what what's what's the email? You got the email? I don't got. It's uh, what it's uh, garage time pod at gmail Maybe pull out my files. That's right. So we got that. We've got uh, garage time. We're on Facebook. We're mm-hmm. on Instagram. Garage time Correct. pod. I believe there's a Twitter. I don't think I've done anything on it yet. Yeah, don't worry, about, don't worry about that. Yeah, don't worry about that. Yeah. We do have another podcast, Top Drawer Pod. If you like the English do. Premier League, it's soccer for all you Americans. It's football for everybody else who has a brain. Um. Yeah, that's pretty good. We just recorded just before this episode. And I feel like I feel like there was something else though. Probably that we wanted to touch on before we left here. To be fair, like what was I get? There was something there. Oh, hmm. It's election season. Oof. Oh, do you guys know that? Yes. I'm, ha- I'm have certain. anybody out here, have, do you guys know that there is a presidential election? I don't happening? think anybody's made any calls or emails. I no. don't think anybody's told anybody about this. No. This so is, This is big news. Both big candidates news. are pretty old. I don't think any of them are on Twitter, so no one probably knows about it. Um, but here at Garage Time, we are not asleep to, to the comings and the goings. Correct. We are, in fact, woke, as you may call Ooh, it. Ooh, wait, wait. Because Ted Cruz told me, go woke, go broke. So we might not be woke. How much does the NBA make yearly? No, he said, go woke, go broke. Don't okay. worry about it. All right, moving on. Anyways, but so it's election season. And that means debate season. Indeed. That is... And I am going to challenge you Excuse me? to a debate. Like we are going now? to no, because the show's over. Okay. Well, we're gonna have a debate. All right. We're gonna debate. Mama didn't raise no bitch. I don't know. No, she raised both of us. Are you talking about me or you? Well, me we have specifically, the same but yes, we okay. have the same mother. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna debate you about. We'll figure that but out. But I'm gonna debate you. Do we have a time for this? A date? Something? So it'll post on a Wednesday, and we'll record it on a Tuesday. I think in two, three weeks from now. Probably. So it's got to be, I think, I think, just positing on what you're going on, that we want to do it prior to the whatever election nonsense is happening. Yeah, so I think, I think the next two debates, presidential ones, I don't know about the VP ones, it's, the pres, it's uh, the 15th, if we're not, you yeah. know, in contagion, and the 22nd, I believe. Sounds about right. 
Friday, Friday. I think they both are. So maybe we'll shoot for the week of the 22nd, that week. That sounds good to me. I, well, prior I'll, to I'll, the, have to, I'll definitely have to check with my scheduler and, and, and yeah, oh, yeah. See what's yeah, you got to get an earpiece. Yeah, well, I mean, got to get an earpiece, get the teleprompter listen, ready. We, we, we can, you listen, listen, we can do Fight me, you coward. We can do whatever requirements you want. I'm here. Just can, no drug tests. Drunk I mean, test? No drug. Yeah, no none drug of that, tests. and definitely no drunk test nope. either. Nope. I will have been putting them back prior to this. We're going to put a call into James Carville to be the moderator. I anticipate that to go unanswered. Uh, I think Chris Matthews is doing anything. Not moderating, that's for sure. Well, definitely not ours because he's not good. At, if he can't do that one, that, 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 one. Was, that was little league shit. He, if he can't do big league. He ain't <laughs> yeah, coming up yeah. to the big league. If he league can't shit. minor league, if he can't minor league those two yeah. fucking geriatrics. What's he gonna he do? He can't. With us? He can't deal with can't. garage time. That's we'll for sure. we'll either find somebody, which I doubt that anybody can do it sufficiently, or we'll we'll do it ourselves. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll figure out some format. Yeah, no, that's right. But we'll keep it in house. Put that on these people's radars. You challenged me. I responded back with a slap across your face with a, a white glove. Yada yada. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. So we're on the the inaugural yes. garage time presidential debate. Mm. I'm into it. We're going to need an award. We're going to need a plaque. We're going to need a lot of stuff. A lot more beer, definitely. I know what we do need to do, though. Get the fuck out of here. And keep those beers cold. There it is.